shock. The nerve, the audacity. <laughs> three. This man said three. <laughs> but we're back, folks. We are back. Check it out. Check out Josh's cool hat, man. I fuck with that shit. I really like that. It should a lot. Show it off to the people, Jack. Jack. Josh. <laughs> Repping the Raptors. Shout out my guy, Fred Van Vliet. He's not your guy, but all right. Uh, all right, we're back, folks. It's been a couple of weeks here. We took some time off for the holidays. Hope everyone had a good holiday. Um, good Thanksgiving break with y'all families, y'all loved ones. Um, yeah, yeah I'm back from St. Martin with a tan. <laughs> I had to add that in. <laughs> yeah, don't give me that look, buddy. You can get blacker. You're literally darker than I am right now. But anyways. I'm saying I'm back from St. Martin with a tan. I, I went on vacation, buddy. I'm not talking about you. That's crazy. I'm not a guy. <laughs> right. I, I don't know where we just went. But yeah, <laughs> we're back, folks. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the NBA. Uh, Celtics are, I know it's not the topic, but I just want to bring it up anyways. Celtics are the best team in the league right now with a record of 17-4, and four, I believe it is. Just want to put that out there real quick. Um but on today's discussion, we're talking about James Harden 2.0. Some of you guys may know who I'm talking about here. We're talking about Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I saw a stat yesterday. Uh, there are literally like 0 and like 3, 0 and 5, however many times he's, he hasn't done it. Whenever he scores underneath 30 points. And that is just a ridiculous stat line. Uh, I can't believe that, but yeah. So the Dallas Mavericks, um, obviously they go where Luca takes them. Um, last year they're coming off a conference finals last year. Uh, this year they're they're struggling a little bit, um, especially if, if Luca doesn't produce. Um, so he is that team. He is that offense. Uh, I kind of want to say he is the defense, but um, they got Christian Wood. He's having a solid season. Um. Tim Hardaway still still playing solid, giving solid minutes there, um, but they just haven't put it together. And Josh is going to talk about this a little bit more. And we don't really see how far they can go with the roster that they have and the play style that they play. So I'll let Josh go ahead and take over. Well, Marvin, you go first because you're the one who thinks that Lucas him. Oh yeah, I got you. Um, so when it comes to just like the Mavericks in general. When it comes to Luka, I think, obviously I've said it over and over and over again. I definitely think Luka has some remnants when it comes to James Harden, but specifically, I think he has a lot of remnants to when it comes to LeBron James. I think a lot of the things that we've seen with his um, career so far, he started off with a not so great team, pretty much leading the charge, came off, off rip, averaging 20 points per game. Um, right now, I say... He's easily, in my opinion, easily playing, playing. I'm not saying he is top five, but he's playing like a top five player. It's not a debate, not a debate for me at all. And when it comes to the MVP race, you see him in the MVP ladder. He was number two at one point. Actually, he was number one at one point. And then they dropped him down after Tatum's been dominating. And, you know, the Celtics are actually producing wins and everything. Um, when it comes to Luka, I understand what the critics are saying, when they're coming from saying that, because Josh, for example, and a lot of other critics are saying that, he does not play winning basketball. But now, 
my counter to that is the the so-called GOAT by some people, in my opinion, the second greatest player of all time, LeBron James. When LeBron first started playing, he wasn't automatically just getting things done. It wasn't like, oh, okay, these guys are like making it this far, doing this, doing that. LeBron was able to carry without help. But I think the thing I've seen with Luka, Luka has also done the same because we saw Luka make it over to the conference finals, um, beating a stacked Suns team. I repeat again, a stacked Suns team that he had no business beating. Luka shows me a lot of glimpses. He's able to be a great playmaker. Um, he's very, very, very great at scoring. It's not even a debate. When it comes to, like, I'll just bring up his stats, for example. This man right now is averaging 33.1 points per game. He's shooting 50%. 50% from the field. He's his three-pointer so-so 30% and he's averaging 8.7 rebounds and 8.4 assists. Now, he's also averaging 1.7 steals and 0.5 blocks. Now, I will say when it comes to Luka, his the biggest issue with him is he can be a defensive liability. But Luka spoke on it himself and has says said that he has actually improved on defense and statistically is showing it a little bit with the steals going up. Now, I don't, do I think um, he's a great defender? Hell no. Do I think he's a cone as um, Patrick Beverly would say? Hell no. But I do think he has room for improvement. And until he gets that defense to at least a good level, you can kind of argue that he can, he can kind of hurt his team. Now, when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks themselves, the Dallas Mavericks, um, I don't think they have the greatest roster. Now, they do have Christian Wood. And I think Christian Wood, uh, you can argue that he might be their second best player. They have Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a baller. Um, they got Tim Hardaway, who's also a baller. But everybody else that I look at, everybody else is pretty much okay. Nobody really stellar. And that's the biggest issue when it comes to Luka. I don't think Luca is really the problem when it comes to this. I think his he just doesn't have a, the team around him to really bring him to success. Now, if you were to have a player, I don't know. I can't even. I honestly can't even think of a great player for for Luca right now. I want to say in my head, I don't know. I feel like if they added John Collins on the team, that'd be a great addition. I also think Capella. If Capella was somebody that was added on there, it could help as well. He clearly needs a big because he's very very ball dominant. He he's has a high usage rate. He just has those issues. You know what I mean? And what are what what can, what are those two guys going to do that Christian Wood is not doing? I think those guys would just do more of it. You know what I'm saying? And help on a defensive side. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I don't think you can. I don't. I don't think you can have too much of those type of bigs. You know what I mean? Specifically those type of bigs because what is it? I think when it comes to Capella. He's just so long um, and athletic. And when it comes to John Collins, he's jumping out the gym. You know what I mean? Um, I think it would just help a little bit. Maybe take the load a little bit off of Christian Wood. You know what I mean? Um, but I know what I know what you're saying, though. Like, they, there could be someone of a higher caliber that could help him. Someone who is probably better than both of those two. But I just can't think of, of, of my head. Because when it came to Christoph Porzingis, I thought that he would be a great addition when it came to Luca, but it's true. Luca's playing style didn't exactly help him to flourish. And you see him dropping 41 with the Wizards. Like Chris Stapp is looking like the Chris Stapp of old. Him and Kuzma are, are shitting right now when it comes to the Wizards. He just has some inconsistencies here and there. But I don't, I can't 
place you or tell you the perfect player for Luca because I don't know if the play perfect player is there right now. You know what I mean? But all he needs is more help because you can't really look at me and tell me, okay, hey, they're not good because of Luca. Because without Luca, they suck. They're they're way worse than they are right now. And remember, I said this. Mark my words. I believe. Mark me. Dallas will make the playoffs. They're having trouble right now. I believe they're nine and ten, the eleven seed. They're, I, I say they're some gonna crazy make the playoffs, shit, bro. Obviously, they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm saying that. Mark my words. I, I'm just saying they're gonna make the playoffs. But yeah, but but right now they're not the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, write it down, write it down. We go back to this and everything. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, Luca, Luca is one of those players. Him and Giannis, in my opinion, they will consistently be the face of the league. Him, Giannis, Jason Tatum, right now. Those are the golden three right now that are that are going to take the league and just carry it while LeBron passes the torch to them. And don't be shocked if Luca is in the go conversation in the future. All he needs is rings, and that's the only thing that's going to be holding him back because his playing style. He just gets it done. But yeah. Oh, but one last thing I'm going to say when it comes to it, the Harden comparisons. I definitely think he does have some similarities to Harden. You look at some of his step backs, some of the random shots that he takes, and many people criticize Harden. People are not criticizing Luka the same way that they criticize Harden right now. They're starting to, but they're not doing the same. But when Harden was getting criticized, I don't think that was fair either because he didn't have much help either. You know what I mean? He had to do it. They were playing super small ball. So it's just one of those things where I feel like people are just kind of pointing fingers at the guys that are carrying the team. And I think that's just strange. You know what I mean? And that's just my opinion right there. But yeah. Um. Okay. Question. Did Harden not have help or did they just lose to a better team? I think that... Talking about before Chris Paul got there. So before Chris Paul got there, he did not have help. And when they were fa- when when they were facing the Warriors, I just think I don't know. I do think that the Warriors had a better lineup, but also just like um, Chris Chris Paul got hurt, so yeah, he had no help. Like his help went down, so he lost. Okay, so when they're missing twenty seven threes in a half, is that not having help or? Because he's part of that. It's not like he played well and they lost. <laughs> like he just sucked. Like I, I don't like the not having help thing. When I, don't, I don't like the not having help thing in Lucas' case. Because clearly there are two guys on other rosters in the NBA right now. Is Marvin good? Huh? Marvin's frozen. Oh, I'm frozen. I'm, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> um. There are two guys on other rosters in the in in the NBA right now who are averaging producing or averaging about 21, 22 points a game that were on the Mavericks last year. And they got one they let one of those guys walk in Jalen Brunson because they didn't want to pay him. And then the other guy, Chris Tabs, didn't fit with Luca or, or whatever, or they just he didn't like playing there. And I don't blame him because I wouldn't want to play over there when I'm capable of this, he had 41 last night. And I got to sit there and watch this dude dribble the ball for 14 seconds on the shot clock. And if he decides to kick it out, your job is to drill a three when you haven't touched the ball in 10 positions. Like, that's just not a recipe for success. Like, no matter who they get on the roster, if that's how they're going to keep playing, they're not going to win. It's just not going to happen. Now, I think their roster right now isn't necessarily built for success either. 
but that's their fault. They had guys who could play. Jalen Brunson could create his own shot. He, he played, complimented Luka well. He, you know what I mean? Now, he wasn't a great defensive player, and he would guard the other point guard a lot of times, and having Luka on the court, trying to guard whoever, and, and them forcing switches, and, cook, and cooking him like that a lot of times is not necessarily the greatest either, but Tim Hardaway Jr. could hoop. I mean, I think Jaden Hardy, who's their rookie in the future, is going to be pretty good. And I don't know that Jay, that John Collins is going to help. Like, he's not going to do nothing Christian Wood's not doing. John Collins can't go create his own shot. Like, having a lob threat is only so, so good. I think uh, Clint Capella could help in terms of, yeah, even so, like, Clint Capella is just big. Like, you don't, he's not really doing nothing other than catching lobs. He's not really a great rim protector like that. He get, he'll get some blocks just because he's tall. But, like, I don't know that there's anybody that's going to help them if they continue playing like this. And it's kind of weird to me, like, because we got all these other teams in the league who will go in the direction of, you know, team basketball. We're seeing the success the Jazz are having with not the greatest talent, but, you know, some decent players over there, but not the greatest talent. The Heat have had the the Celtics are having the Warriors have continue to have um, all these teams and all these offenses that are you know uh, well that emphasize ball and player movement. Yet they're very content just watching Luca there and just relying on guys to potentially knock down maybe or maybe or maybe not his shots uh, when when Luca kicks the ball out. And then if Luca's not having a great night, like he like the other night against the Bucks, right? Because the Bucks got some long defenders, some scrappy defenders, Javon Carter, Giannis. You know I mean, guys who match up with him well. So the thing with Luca, he's so successful because he's big and he's crafty, right? When they put length on him, a guys like Andrew Wiggins will give him trouble. Tatum the other night gave him trouble. Like Tatum was locking that shit up. Um. So when they when they encounter guys like that. That play style just isn't going to work. Now, the comparisons to LeBron, I think the difference is LeBron is just so explosive, and he, he'll he create offense on the defensive end. That's the thing with, with Luka. He's not he's not an all-around player like that. He's good offensively. LeBron's good defensively. He's blocking shots, good in the transition. He's explosive. He's dunking on you if he can't get by you. Like That comparison just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I think... James Harden is much more comparable. Their games are just the same. Now, I think a lot of this is on Jason Kidd. Like he's their coach, right? Yeah. yeah I, I wanted to bring that up when I um, when I um, when I first brought this topic up, but I was talking too much. I had to let y'all do. But yeah, like, how much of this is to blame on Jason Kidd? I think yeah. I mean, I think it all is like, or I don't know. It it's kind of weird because they got rid of the players that would make it so they don't have to play like this. So they can go and play like this. It's like they're trying to make it so that he wins MVP rather than them trying to compete for a championship. Like at this rate, he might win MVP just because these stats are ridiculous and his usage rate is on pace to be the high, literal highest in NBA history, like ever. Like that's just ridiculous. But as far as winning, like the competition's too stiff out west to be playing this brand of basketball and not winning games. Like I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know if they beat Portland in the series. If I'm keeping it a buck, like, and that's to me not the greatest team. I don't know if they beat the Lakers. Jeremy Grant's give them thirty. Like this, just kind of. I don't really understand the direction the team is going. If that makes sense. Um, 
So it I don't really know what the solution is, but I know that uh this is just not sorry. This is just uh not gonna be sustainable in, in terms of winning basketball for a long time. Now, uh does Luca wanna play without the ball in his hands? Can he play without the ball in his hands? I think so. You know what I mean? He's not like He's not super athletic, but I think his I think his three point percentage would go up a ton. Yeah. Shooting open shots and not taking contested ass step backs every, every time. You know, and I'll, that's another thing. What player you know that shoots thirty percent from three that's going to be taking this many attempts a game? Like I think that's just so weird that they just allow that and they're just like, oh fuck it, we'll go as far as he goes, and that's their recipe for success so i don't know man uh i don't know what the answer is but i know this shit that's not gonna cut it in today's nba it's too hard to play defense to rely on one dude to just carry you like that because you're not gonna get the offenses in this league today you hell you're not gonna beat the jazz in the series let alone the fucking warriors or Suns running offense like that because you're not gonna you're not gonna hold them to to 105 or 100 if and then rely on this guy to be responsible for 85 of your points. It just doesn't really make sense. So I don't know, man. I don't know what why, the solution is. Why did it work is, with man. Harden? Say that again. Why did it work with Harden? I think it worked because they had they had a their style of play made it so that the personnel they had worked a little bit. So they were like, fuck defense, we're just playing offense. And they were like, yo, we'll mm-hmm. outscore everybody. But they played so fast that 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 helped to a certain extent. They play slow. They play half court offense a lot of times, so they're not really trying to outscore people. They're just trying to rely on Luca to win them the game. Like that's the I, I like the Harden comparison, but I don't think this team is comparable to the Rockets in terms of. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that. It's not. It's not exactly the same. Now, at the end of the day, remember what Kobe said when he asked about James Harden that style of play. He was saying like, "Yo." That's just not going to work because you have less margin for error for doing things wrong when you have one guy that's responsible for creating all the things on the offensive end. If that guy is not having a good day, then you're off. Now, do they have other personnel that can do it right now? Eh, maybe not the greatest. I mean, Christian Wood could hoop. Like, I think yeah. his hands play through him a little bit. We've seen Tim Hardaway Jr. be successful. I want to say Spencer Dinwiddie, but I don't know if he wants to do that. Like, I... I He's always borderline, but again, they had Jalen Brunson, they had Chris Stapps, and they're like, nah, we don't want to play like this, clearly. We, or we want to play this way. They want to play the way they've been playing. So I don't know who they think is going to be compatible with that style of play. That doesn't work well for many guys, you know what I mean? So I feel like they need, I feel like they need a good, solid post player. Yeah. To so, do, I mean, they need to a do post what? Like, to do I, what? He's not going to get the ball. <laughs> like... I'm no, but no, what I'm saying, really what I'm saying, yeah, you, you're asking Luca to play off the ball more. Give the give the give the ball to the post. Have Luca sit, um, not sit back and relax, but have, have Luca move around without the ball. Um, especially if that post plays is, is a good. I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody, but Christian Wood is probably one of the only guys in the league that does play score in the post consistently, and they're bringing him off the bench, like because they want to play this way with Luca. So bad, it just doesn't really make sense to me. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Go ahead, Marvin. I think when it comes to Luca in general, I, I don't know. Like, 
Uh, first things first, this is unrelated, but all right, going back to like the the Celtics thing, I think Jason Tatum like definitely like had some good plays when it came to Luca playing defense. But the thing about Luca is you can't really stop him. Like he dropped forty two on us on seventeen of twenty eight shooting. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about Luca. Like he's one of those dudes. If you shoot, if he shoots twenty five thirty, he's gonna be close to fifty percent. Because I know he's not hitting those threes like you're saying. It's like thirty percent on threes, but it's everything else. It's everything else that he could do offensively. I. I there's only a few players that I would put above him offensively in the league right now. I would say Steph is above him offensively, and that's that's like barely. Um, Harden, when he's fully, you know, on it, I would say he's ahead of him. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm I'm even having difficulties naming other players and stuff. Like he's just he's just really that type of player. He's just a force. But what I think that they are really missing, and it sucks, but it's just true. Every team has multiple stars and Christian Wood hasn't become a star yet and that's the problem it's not really like it's not really I don't know I just don't feel like it's Luca but it's back to what you said yeah they, they didn't no they duo. traded Jalen Brunson but I don't know like Jalen Brunson like I don't know if he was ever really gonna be that star you know what I'm I mean a, I'm gonna push back on that a little bit because the Suns are very successful and they've been hooping as of late they're they're top of the conference right now again right yeah yeah um like 12 and 6 or something. And they haven't had Chris Paul, really. Chris but Paul's Aiden's really been playing star. like a star. Aiden's been balling. No, he hasn't been. Know, he hasn't been. Averaging like 17 points a game. He's doing the same shit he's been doing, Marvin. Like, no, but I'm saying I've been watching, the, I've been watching the, the Phoenix Suns lately, and I've been – I've said this during the summer, bro. I think Aiden has to be that guy for them to to go over the hump. He, he, don't get me wrong. He's not He's not a scrub. He's not. He's not having a bad year. He's having the same year. He's he's not. He's I, not, he's I not think getting, him, he's not getting over the hump. I think him averaging because right now he's averaging sixteen points a game. See, that's not the good enough. The specific thing that he's doing that's dominating right now is he is shooting sixty percent from the field. Bro, you're supposed to when you're crazy. a big man and when all your when no, all your shots are layups. Like what? Like I don't. I don't that six that sixty percent from the field when you're when you're when you're supposed to be a dominant big man. That, 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 exactly, bro. That doesn't that doesn't do nothing. Percent from the field, Marvin. He's supposed to be doing that though. Like you know what I'm but saying? But no one else is. That's leading the lead in field goal percent. Congratulations, and, and bro. All his shots are around the rim. If he was but that's still good. That's a good three points. I'm saying exactly. If he's having listen, like listen, he listen. Have, he's having like twenty. Listen, listen, and listen, like and and, you, and I and I will go back to this and this and I've I've talked about this before. Um, when Dwight was very dominant, he had like what one season. I don't even know if he had one season. He had a twenty. I don't know, but like he was averaging like about twenty. Like he was averaging like near those numbers in his like better seasons. You know what I mean? Like he is a big man who's just like producing and being efficient, and that's what you want. You know what I mean? Like, Christian Dwight, Wood, his playing style is kind of like. I'm I'm not primarily inside. I'm not primarily getting hoops. I'm not. I'm saying like his point is benefiting. And if the go. Suns keep winning in the way that they're winning, yeah, Aiden could easily be an All Star. Like those yeah. numbers are the type of numbers that make you an All Star. No, okay, winning. sure, sure, but the, I don't think that the type of numbers that, especially with an agent Chris Paul, that are gonna get you to the finals and win the win the finals. I think it could. No joke. Like it's just facts. Like. Uh, other than re rebounds and blocks, like Rudy, Rudy Gobert making like around the same numbers, but worse than that. You know what I mean? Like the like, percentage is huge, bro. Field goal percentage a, and efficiency is huge for a big you, man. You That's keep a ridiculous. Guys who are generationally great defenders, DeAndre Ayton is not that. He's not. Yeah, no, he's not generation generationally a great defender. But him just like, his presence in general, he wasn't like energetic, like Dwight. He wasn't 
Yeah, he's changing yeah, no, games defensively like Dwight. Right. No, that's true though. He's not changing games defensively like Dwight. I know that you can in today's NBA, like just because there's not, it's too spit. We're gonna we'll talk about this later, but it's too spaced out. The game is too perimeter centric. So for that six, he had a great week last week. Ironically, we're talking about DeAndre and. Um, but yeah, nah, it's not looking good the, the past like three, four, four games. He's looking pretty consistently, good. he has not taken that step. It's funny because I we were just I was just watching uh Shaq and, and Charles talk about this about how he has to be the guy for them moving forward because Chris Paul's too old and Booker is him and Booker is arguably top ten player in the league. But yeah, for they sure. haven't gotten to it's the point where they can rely on him to run the offense through him. And that's what he's missing. He's not a run the offense through me for a quarter type of guy. Yeah, he's not. He's now, not. I would love to be proven wrong if he something else happens the rest of the season. But my my overall point was you look at a team like that where uh, they have a lot of guys who aren't necessarily stars, but they play their role. Actually, better example, the Utah Jazz and the success <laughs> they're having. I don't want to talk about the Utah Jazz right now, bro. They're like two. They're like two and eight in the last ten games. Uh, now they've lost like three in a row, but they're also on the road, so eh, I'll cut them a little slack. But we see the success they're having when they play team basketball because it's just harder to guard. It's just nobody wants to do that. Like to the point, where I guess we could roll this into the Isaiah topic a little bit. The reason that basketball is easier today is because guys can shoot from really far away. They're moving off the ball constantly, and it's just harder to guard people. That Luca shit, it's hard to guard Luca. Yeah. Let's say you double from a specific area, you know where the kickout pass is going, so you know where to rotate, and you know where you know where your rotations are going to be. So it's like, do you have the personnel to do to make those rotations, and are you willing to bust your ass to do that? And if you rotate once, your offense is dead. If you stop the first kickout, it's a wrap, and that's really it. So that is just not going to bode well when you get to the finals, and you you got to see Golden State, and they rotate damn well on defense. And, you, and that little Luca and, and Wiggins is locking that shit up to an extent. We were talking about the Tatum point. I think I saw a stat, a, a stat that said Luca shot two for like eight against Tatum specifically. He struggles against the guys who are long and athletic because he can't overpower them because he's not bigger than them and he can't get by them and he can't shoot over them because they have the wingspan to contest the shot. So as great as he is, he does have his limitations. And I don't think they're limit their limitations that uh, he can overcome in order to will them to championship basketball because that you you want to talk about him in the goat conversation. That's what it's going to come down to. Did you win any rings at the end of the day? Yeah, Gian, Giannis, Giannis and Tatum been there, and Giannis got one. You're talking about those three guys. But look how long it took LeBron though. That you have LeBron was a career is a career. A career is a career. I agree. I agree. Plenty of time. I very much agree, but. You keep comparing him to LeBron, and he's not. He's just not LeBron. Like he's not. I, I think he keeps saying, that he keeps saying he has time. Don't get don't get wrong. It's still a very, it's still very young in his career, but this is his fifth. This is his fifth year now. And LeBron was in the finals year, in year four. Year year three, not year four. Year three. Right. No, true, true, true. And it's and I, I'll give LeBron his credit. He he carried that team. He did it. But I'm talking about winning. You know what I mean? We're not we're not calling Devin Booker the man because he went to the finals. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you got to win. At the end of the day, you got to win. And when it comes to him, like, he, his last appearance is him going to the conference finals 
and losing to the Warriors. Like, of course he's going to lose to the Warriors. You know what I mean? It's just like LeBron. Of course he's going to lose to the Spurs. It's just one of those things where one man can only go so far. We haven't seen one man actually just win a finals by himself, like, ever. Like, we've never, ever witnessed that. So what? And it's not going to happen. So why did they construct this roster the way they did, they did uh, continue to play this way, and knowing that that's the truth? I honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily think they did it on purpose because Kristaps didn't want to stay. You know what I mean? Like Kristaps was unhappy. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one of those things. Th sometimes things happen. Personnels don't work out, but if you surround Luca with the right people, yeah, he'll do great. And it's just, this is one of those things where it's like, statistically speaking, yes, like Luca is a generational talent. You feel me? Generational talent, just like LeBron was. You know what I mean? Or is right now, as I should say. But when it comes to it. The man LeBron himself was like, yeah, I see like Luca in myself. Like I see Luca, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just one of those things where it's just like, if he's saying it, it's not like he's BSing, you know what I mean? And that's coming from him. Bro. Like, it's coming from LeBron. And like, why Bro. would LeBron say that if there weren't some truth to it? This is kind of funny, actually. What's the difference between Luca and Trey Young? Uh, there's you know, big difference. You know, like, like what? Big difference, size. That's it. Fast break, um, fast break um, field goal percentage. Like, yeah. check out. Hey, Trey Young's, Young's field goal percentage is not that great either. Don't. Yeah, is it fifty? Is he averaging fifty from the field? And field like, goal percentage is a field goal percentage is better than LeBron's right and now. And field goal percentage is largely a function of being a small guard. Not many small guards shoot. Steph is like the only small guard in the last ten years to shoot fifty percent from the field in a season. You just don't see that often. So Luca's advent Luca is Trey Young with more size. He's a one-man offense guy. That's crazy. He is. <laughs> he literally is. Their games are the literal same. I, I think Trey Young's a little bit better passer. Their games are the same. But ultimately, like they're the same player. One is just six eight, so he can get away with a little bit more. Like that's nah. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. That shit is not gonna. That shit is not sustainable. Like Trey Young is a great offensive player. He's averaging twenty nine and ten. For two years in a row, but at the end of the day, that shit is not gonna get you where you want to go, bro. Trade to wait, me wait, wait. But is it what's up? You know what I mean? And like, so um, to me is like like a did LeBron say, James Harden more? hybrid. You know what I mean? Did you say more? No, I said like Trey Young is an inefficient Steph. Oh, I thought I said it's more efficient. He's not like Steph. No, oh, inefficient Steph. Steph. See, him and Steph don't play like each other at all. Like they just they, they play similarly when it comes to just like. The range, the three point selections. The thing I will say is, yeah, Trey Young is. I think he's Trey Young just started playing off the ball this year. Like he just started, but again, he's a player who needs the ball in his hands. And part of the reason his field goal percentage is so damn bad this year is because he's having to play without the ball in his hands a lot. And he's, and he's but it, but it has worked. You've seen it with Murray. Like you've seen them actually be able to do it. You know what I mean? Like and that's he's because getting there. And, and that's get my point. But up until this year. Uh, he wasn't doing that, and it wasn't. And he, he had some success. He went to the conference finals one year. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He's eating. He's killing. But those guys who were the one man offense, right? Like the only thing stopping Trey Young from being Luca is that he's six one and not six eight. Like he has great. I don't big think hands. so though, because I think I think Trey Young has better players around him, like you were saying. So up, like, up I don't now, but no, but even years? even no, but even but even last, back, bro, even last year, yeah, I would say the last few years. I, I'll take Kevin. I take Kevin Herter over over anybody that's on the fucking Kevin Herter. What up? And, if Kevin Herter wasn't having the season he's having right now, 
Nobody. Is I, but Kevin you can't Herter, say. But you can't Kevin, say he was having a bad year. Like he was having a good year last is year. Is he? Is he? Yeah. Is he significantly better than Tim Hardaway Jr.? I think he's better. Is he I better say than Jalen Brunson? I wouldn't say significant. I wouldn't say significantly, but I would say is he, he's is he at all better than Jalen Brunson? No. All right. Is he better than Chris Tapps? Porzingis? Yeah. Depends who. What depends when he shows up. No, he's not. So right, say, right now, he's definitely not better say, than Chris Tapps. I say that to say, like, these guys aren't just scrubs, and we keep putting it on like, and this is a very much a LeBron issue too. Like, people think it's easy to go to go out there and like just knock down shots and sit there the whole game waiting for your opportunity to shoot the ball and just be prepared to do it because you're cold that, you got to be there's a reason lebron wanted like kyle corver and mike miller on his rosters because those are the level of shooter you got to be to be able mm-hmm. to do a job like that it's just not i was just trying to say people make it out to seem so those guys the the trey youngs the lucas the one-man offense type guys they're never going to get past the celtics the way our roster is constructed. We'll beat them mm. nine times out of ten. I'll, well, I will beat them ten times out of ten when it comes to the playoffs because <laughs> they just don't play basketball as a team. It's a five-on-five game. All these super talented guys, even Dame. LeBron is, LeBron is the exception to me. Like, Le, LeBron is the exception to me to a point just because he's so ridiculously athletically gifted on top of the skill. Exactly. We haven't seen a combination of an athlete with a skilled basketball player like that, ever. Maybe Jordan. But that, again, talking about literal goats, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the guys who can get away with that to an extent and get you to the finals. Even them, they're not winning the finals. They'll get you close, but they're not winning without D-Way, without Kyrie, without, you know what I mean, Ray Allen and all these other great players, you know, to support them. So that one-man that one man basketball, that one-man offense shit is not going to work, bro. I don't care how good Luka is. He's extremely talented. He's top five to seven player in the league. Don't get me wrong, but mm. in order for him to be to take that next step, that front office got to sit him down and be like, "Yo, you got to get the ball out of your hands a little bit. You got to figure out another way to play." Because you're gonna average thirty for the next six years with nothing with nothing to show for it, and we'll be sitting here talking about he got no help. Ain't nobody want to play with niggas like that. I don't want to sit there and watch him dribble the ball. That you know, what I mean for. 25, 25 minutes a game. So we can sit there and talk about not 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 having help. It's not a coincidence when guys leave and go to other teams and they're having successful years of their own. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a talent issue necessarily. It's a how-we-play issue. I, I get what you're coming from with that. I, I definitely will agree with this. With the team that they have right now, the roster that they're constructed with, I don't see them – winning a championship but like we said already this is this man's fifth year this is a man's fifth year yeah um mark cuban has done it before when it came to the dirk Nowinski um nasty championship team you know what i mean and i think he can do it again and fill him with a great roster but it's gonna take some time because it's it's just how the game goes you know what i mean like you just have to pick up the right players see what you can develop they, they got to work with what they have. I don't know. Luca at the end of the day, is a generational talent. Um, obviously, I think this man plays, a, like, different than Luca, but obviously he's the last, like, honestly, just person that was kind of, I would say, unathletic, kind of like Luca is. But I'm going to talk about, like, Larry Legend, Larry Bird. 
Larry Bird, if you look at the teams that he had when he was playing in the Celtics, there's just Hall of Famers left, right, left, right, left, right. You can't even name an all-star for Luka. And it's just like that's that's the answer. He's just is, is that now whose fault is that? That's what, that's not his fault. If Chris Cap goes and makes the all-star game this year, like like when remember when Oladipo left OKC and made the all-star game the next year? Yeah. I mean it's it speaks to like environment it plays a lot a huge part in the success of these guys yeah i mean I, true, true. You know, I, I completely agree with you i completely agree and honestly i think i wish luca and Kristaps would have worked out i think those are two people that you would have thought that it would have had some type of effect it would have been successful true. but didn't end up working out but, would have been the greatest white duo since Bird and McHale. Okay. That ass. <laughs> since Bird and McHale, since Steve, Steve Nash and Nurk. My goodness. But yeah, no, which, though, to your Dallas Mavericks point, they have a habit of putting together poorly constructed rosters around their stars. And their yeah. Stars to go out there and win this. Because I saw someone say this the other day. Remember the year after they won the championship against the Lakers? Yeah. The Lakers. They lost them all. They... Dirk didn't make it out the first round again for the rest of his career because they just let all those guys everyone go, go. rather to pay everyone anyone to come back or or put any sort of talent together around him when they had some some momentum and even even the uh, Dirk's MVP season in 07, Dirk didn't have the greatest talent around him necessarily. They just rely on Dirk to carry them as far as they can go and. That just is a I have a question for you when it comes to that. In my opinion, I think Mark Cuban is easily one of the best owners in the NBA, period. Like Everybody knows him, great personality, Shark Tank, all this and that. Why aren't they able to do that? You know what I mean? Because that was the one championship. You know I don't what I'm know. Is he also the GM? He's not also the GM. Is Mark Cuban also uh, the GM? I don't, I don't think so. He's the owner, but he has he has a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? Like the with the Jason Kidd signing and everything. Like that's why he was going crazy when um when Jason Kidd ended up going to the Knicks. Um, I think it was his last season. He, you can even like look this up and everything. He was like pissed at Jason Kidd. He's like, oh, Jason Kidd was supposed to sign. He said he was going to do this and that. Like Mark Cuban is very involved in the process. Like he is not one of those I just watch owners. You know what I mean? And that's why I think it's really interesting. I don't know to keep it a buck with you, but um, I think I. Is he one of the best owners in the NBA? Like, what makes a good owner? Ultimately, is how much money you're willing to spend, right? Like, that's all it is at the end of the day. So, I I, I don't know, to be quite yeah, frank. He's not one of the most well-known owners. What, what I will say is uh, I think they have decent culture down there. And I think culture is a huge part of, like, building successful – Teams they don't draft particularly well. Although I do like Jaden Hardy that they just picked up. I think Brook could be a good player in the league for a long time. Um, but yeah, it's not like it's not like people don't want to go to Dallas. You know, what I'm saying? right? Yeah. Uh, that's why it's strange. Like I don't know. I, I really wish I could. Yeah, man. Answer, but so that, that's that's a question for another day. We'll figure we'll figure that out. Once the season gets going, I mean, it's already getting going, but once you get closer to to the end here. So, um, next topic, we want to discuss just in general how the game is played today um, in the NBA with these young stars and the pace and the spacing and the high-scoring games. Um, 
we just we were just watching a clip before this Isaiah Thomas. I think he was on was at the ball uh, ball don't stop Marvin. Yes, he was on the ball ball don't stop podcast. He was talking about just that um, today's game and how easier it is um, offensively, at least. Um, he was talking about like him even being in the game on, on the Charlotte Hornets last year, how um, the game is just slowed down for everybody. And I think one of the greatest points that he made was like. Um, it's like five on five. It's like um, everyone gets a chance to play one on one. You give the greatest players in the world a chance to play one on one for multiple possessions during the game. Mm-hmm. The greatest players are gonna win out that matchup um, nine times out of ten. So um, I know Marvin, you brought this up. So what do you think? Yeah. Um, when, when it comes to that, um, Isaiah mentioned something. He's like, "Oh, it's AU Nationals," and was basically saying, "With all due respect to the players and everything." Um, he believes that the game is more spaced out. And obviously, if you have the best of the best players playing one-on-one, um, they'll be able to dominate and score more. I think there is truth to that. And I definitely think, I would say for the most part, yes, I agree with him. Now, what I disagree with is it coming from him, especially him talking about um, the the last season he had on the Hornets. Um, Isaiah Thomas is very well known for kind of capping about himself because after that hip injury he has not been the same and many times you'll see him tweet i'm back to my own form i'm coming back i'm doing this i'm doing that this kind of sounds like an advertisement of i'm coming back um you may be going to taiwan i love isaiah but it's just like it's it's one of those things where yeah hell it is i I don't want to hear it from him you know what i mean like i i want to hear it from someone it's like remember when where taiwan come from yeah. Why does everyone, why does everyone know? so interested in that? I, I I saw some shit the other day. Mello, Demarcus Cousins, IT. I was like, yo, why like why, why are these niggas all of a sudden interested in Taiwan? What Taiwan what the hell is happening over there? This Taiwan's serious right now. I'm gonna start watching some Taiwan games, bro. These Taiwanese people they're playing no games. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like they they're building oh, up. I, what I the hell like is it. going I on? It. I respect it, bro. I'm trying to go over there. <laughs> nah, no no no. When it comes to it though, like I I just. Remember when Luca was talking about um, how he came from Europe and he said, oh, it's easier to score in the NBA than Europe. And he started killing in the NBA. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're, you're proving it. You're proving what you're saying. IT, like, it's you're not 2017 IT. Obviously, what you're saying, like, I agree with it. You're, you're right. But why are you on this podcast saying this? Because if I'm a player in the NBA right now, I may take that as a sign of disrespect because it's just – like, okay, you're you're saying that I'm getting these points because it's about really open. I'm doing this under and it's just like, but you're you're not here. You were on, on the Hornets, you weren't really you, you were kind of riding in the bench a little bit. You're you're having a hard time getting back into the league. It's just it, it's I don't know, it's just it's the right words, wrong messenger for me. Right words, wrong messenger. And I just that's kind of what rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Cause I'm I so love confused. I, well, Is what are you saying? Context I'm missing out on. In terms of what it had, I thought he was just speaking generally about players and like the game today. I didn't know. No, he was. No, he was. He he was. Marvin Marvin just hates that it, it it came from him. I don't like that it came from him. And also, he mentioned. He literally mentioned on on the thing that he talked about his, how he played on the Hornets. He's like, "Oh, I came and I was playing well." It's it, I, I I can just pull up the proof. It's just not it, it's not the case. You know what I mean? You you weren't really even playing like that. And that's what kind of it's just one of those things where it's like 
imagine just okay it's, it's like one of those guys that just rides the bench or whatever and then they're just coming up and they're saying okay yeah like oh i could go in and i could do this i could score 20 points all right um then do it then then go ahead and do it and it's just not something that he can do right now i know it's a perspective that he has and i think it's an accurate one it's just he's just not the person that should be saying that at the moment because right now what he's trying to do and we've seen it happen over and over and over again he's building a case for himself to be back in the nba and it's probably over and that's like what i'm saying with it it's just not it's not coming from it's not coming from any other place other than that he just he just wants to be back in the league that's why he's speaking about those type of things and it's just it's just plainly obvious for me and that's why i'm just kind of like okay but you don't necessarily it. disagree but you don't disagree with them i don't necessarily disagree with it i think there is like mostly true to it um but the one thing i will say though like that i, I don't know if it's necessarily the easiest ever to score because I just don't I wouldn't know what the easiest ever to score at it probably would be like that like the 50s or 60s or something you know what I mean but yeah for the modern basketball era I think it's easier to score in a way because dudes are really 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 good at shooting now like they're very 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 skilled players and I just think it's one of those things where yeah like it's easier to score because like like he said, like dude, dudes are really good. You know what I mean? Dudes are really good. Dudes are playing one on one. Dude, but but that's the key thing. It's like players are better, and you're not in that high level right now. So it's kind of just like, okay, sure. You know what I mean? I could say the same thing. This is like whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I think he's right overall. Like, offense in the NBA has just evolved. The players have evolved with it. You know what I mean? It's just harder to guard. It's hard to guard individuals because uh, you well, you can't fucking touch them. <laughs> like, I've been looking at some of these foul calls some of these dudes be getting, and I'm like, bro, like, goddamn, you, like, you can't play defense for shit today. Um, and then on top of that, uh, it's hard. It's it's harder to fight through screens. You know what I mean? It's hard. To, it's hard to uh stay in front of your guy when you can't touch him it's hard to stay in front of your guy when you got to pick him up further out and he has more room to work you try guarding Steph and staying in front of Steph when you got to guard him freaking uh, half court like it's just and, and from that standpoint I disagree because it's much harder to play defense today in the NBA it is way we we give Jordan and Pippen a lot of credit for all the defense they played they used to have to guard dudes from the foul line under and they could just put a forearm in niggas and, you know what I mean, do all sorts of shit like that. Like, you can handshake the shit out of dudes. You can't do that today. I think that's what he means, though. I think I think this is where you're going, where, where he's saying it's, well, it's, it's, I'm it's, saying he's right. He He's right that one side of the ball has gotten a lot easier. With that being said, the inverse effect of that, the other side of the ball gets a lot harder. You know what I mean? So you got to do dudes from the 90s got to come in today's league and guard dudes from half court and you can't touch them. You you can't run through screens the way you used to. You can't. And, and a lot of times the way you used to hit dudes, it's a flagrant now. Exactly. You got to just guard up. 
So I, I, I got to add one thing to that. I have to add one thing. And primarily that other side, when you talk about defense, is the main reason Isaiah Thomas is not in the league. Yeah, that's very true. I think Isaiah could come out there and probably go to some garbage team to score 20 a night. Like, I think he's probably healed for the most part from his injuries. Just like, eh, no offense, but like, there's better options than you. Like, yeah, you could probably score still. I mean, he was always a great scorer. Even when he was on the Kings, they could put the ball in the basket. It's just other, it's just, what am I going to pick you up to do that for? Kind of like Melo when he was out of the league. Yeah, Melo could still play, but is he going to go to a contender and play serious minutes or is he going to go to uh, uh, an up-and-coming team and uh, take minutes away from a young guy we want to develop? It's that sort of situation. Even when he was on the Hornets. Yeah, he probably could have played more minutes. And to be quite honest, when he was on the Hornets, he was playing well, like he was moving, he was, he was, he was looked like old IT, just less volume for the most part. But we don't need that from you. Sorry. Yeah, I think, and also, I think with that, I think more and more teams now are just organizations, owners, um, GMs. I think that I think they just want to fill their roster with talent rather than like veteran presence. That oh my god, that is such a good point you brought up. Mm-hmm. Ain't no veterans in the league no more. Exactly. I was just watching somebody, maybe it was uh, Matt Barnes, Stephen A., All the Smoke or whatever. Somebody was talking about that. Ain't no veterans to show these dudes. Like, what's know, going on? Like, not, go, not, not even not even just about the game, but, like, just about how the NBA is in general. Like, as a business, traveling, how to handle yourself outside, outside uh, off the court, yeah. on the road. You know, just be just everything about being a professional. That's why you see, bro, bro, think, bro, I, I love Michael Jordan, but what the fuck is he doing over there, bro? Look at the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Look at the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Bridges. Nah, nah. In, in, his, in his defense. Montrez Harrell. That's not Jordan's fault. Yeah. He can't control that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Lamelo's oh, injured, yo, yo, but, yo, I'm not even talking about injury, bro. I'm, I'm talking about the off-the-court off the court shit, bro. You're talking That's about the, criminals. And he's not exactly. telling them to be criminals. Like, No, but, no, but, 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 but yo, literally, it's, it's been, like, it's been three, four years in a row. Somebody on the Hornets has gone in trouble legally off the court. Right, he let Lamelo over there get bagged by a cougar. Like, like, what, like, what the hell is going on over there, bro? There's, there's no, there's no... It's literally just a. It's literally just. And he got Kelly Uber over there. Don't get me wrong. Kelly Uber is a decent player, but he's balling. He's, he's like, hooping. He's their best player. I want to hear a word he, about Kelly. But he's but he's got he's got a bunch he's got a bunch of players over there that are literally just. Yeah, man. But they're 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 on they're on the court for paychecks. You know what I'm saying, bro? It's not it's not like they don't know how to bring a team together instead of like. I don't know. I don't know how this. The Hornets are the most unlucky team in the league. Gordon Hayward is made of glass and paper. Like there's just a lot of things going on right now with them, and it's just I I don't know. I think it's a disaster. Um, The Hornets are honestly one of my favorite teams. I love watching the Hornets when they're playing. Why? Oh my goodness! One of the most entertaining teams in the NBA when fully healthy. No, I know, but when when they're fully healthy, when they're fully healthy, one of the most entertaining teams in the league. I know when they're fully healthy, they're one of the most interesting. Can we bring Scary Terry back to Boston, please? You, you like you, you like watching Mason Plumley? No, I'm saying yes. when they love watching Mason Plumley. He's on my fantasy team. But he eats. He eats. I gave a lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dudes, dudes are hurt. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's tough, man. It's really it's really tough. Um, I just think the Hornets are unlucky. I think if the Hornets 
were healthy and didn't have people like, you know, in probation and shit. Like, yeah, I think they would be kind of like fighting for that eight seed. And it, it sucks because, like I said, they're one of the most entertaining teams. Like, remember Airbnb? Like, that was just, I was loving it. I was really loving it. Like, between the leg, alley-oop off the glass, man. Like, it, it was just, it was really fun watching those boys. But this season is not looking good. Lamelo, like I said, tweaked that same ankle after coming back. I got him in one of my fantasies, killing me, killing me, killing me, killing me. But is the, is, I can't even, man. It's it's tough. It's tough. Hopefully they can pick it up um, next year because it's not looking good this year. But yeah. damn, man, <laughs> that's all I got to no, say. But, it, but just, but just stay on that topic about the vets. Just just look at the top teams in the league. Um, you know, they at least have some sort of vet, veteran presence. Bro, the Celtics have Blake Griffin. Yeah, I and, and I think uh, a good point that is something. like a lot. A lot of teams are trying to buy championships as as opposed to building culture. Exactly. There's no like. There's no culture in the Hornets. Nobody is besides, known besides, for anything. Criminals. <laughs> That's their culture. <laughs> no, but no, but yo, but have you guys noticed this? Bro? Like, it's been like three years in a row. Like, they've had somebody that like just. But take a team like the Rockets, right? They have some decent. But they're building time. one. I like what but I see there. Sort of, but there's nobody to be like. Or actually, a better example is the Hawks. They're a decent team. They're pretty good right now, but I don't know that they have an identity. That they have a culture like. Like, a, oh, we're going to go in here every night and we're going to strap up on D. We're going to mm-hmm. sit in front of guys and no matter what's going on on offense, it doesn't matter. Like, Detroit had that back in the day. The Celtics still have it to an extent. Uh, the Mavericks damn sure don't have it. They're like, okay, go rock. The Lakers are missing culture. Like, not a lot of teams have a identity that they, they, they can depend on. When, when it comes to the Magic, I think they're coming up. Like, they're young. I... I I obviously they suck right now, but I just like what they're like trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Phoenix, about, to point, I, I still put them on like that at Rockets. Phoenix yeah, has great culture. Exactly. Phoenix. Exactly. Why? The reason they're, they're, they're able to be successful, no Chris Paul, right? They got they've built culture. They got campaign who who you can plug in the starting offense, and he can go and do his job and be successful and, and go out there and win games for them. I'm gonna give you a pushback when it comes to the Hawks. The Hawks. I think they're they're like specifically because of like Dejounte Murray and Trey Young. They're like menaces. They're like they may be the most disrespectful like combo in a while because they're just mad. And Trey's been disrespectful. You know what I mean? Just yeah, the way not making taking out the Knicks. You're right. They're losing games because of it. But I think it. I don't think it's a positive culture. But I think it is a culture that they're creating. They're menaces. You know what I mean? Like that's what I see from them. But that goes back to not having a vet to be like, yo. What are you niggas doing? If I'm a coach and we blow a friggin' 17 point lead, you're getting, you start you're doing dumb shit like that. The fuck out the room, bro. bro, bro wait, nobody t- nobody's touching the ball next practice, bro. And, and that's this like, player centric culture where like the players can do whatever they want and the coach will get fired if they say anything because they just let niggas go out there and do shit like that. Them niggas never mm-hmm. own the championship. They're never they need going, to be down as discipline. They have no. Integrity. They have. They approach the game. Like <laughs> I'm like half serious. No, but for no, real, we talk a lot of shit. That's what he's Exactly. That's what he's there for, and that's why you see teams like the Celtics, where we were able to. It's not that long ago where we were starting fucking Jared Bayless in our starting lineup. 
you fast forward five, six years or something, you know I mean, we, we make a couple of decent draft picks, we turn around and we're back in the finals. That's culture. That's an organization. That's, you know what I mean? That's a way of getting things done. The Cavs. That starts from the fuck, top down. They got fucking Kevin Love. Like, he's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. at, at, at least one, at least one vet, like, who can either, at least one, like, decent vet who's who can either give you solid minutes or who's been in the league long enough that he can, like, he can coach, that he can be, that, like, that Marvin, like, no joke, he, like, that he can be Udonis Haslam, that coach on the bench, that coach in the locker room, that coach on bus rides, on plane rides, stuff like that. Yep. Like, you need you need all that, and like these young teams, they just don't have it. Unless unless some of these young, I think some of these young are extremely talented, like the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. where, they, where they don't where they don't well they don't I don't I don't I can't think of a vet on that team right now. Mm-hmm. They have culture like, though. They have culture. Exactly. They exactly. Together, they, but they, they created it themselves. Exactly. They created it themselves, and that that's the thing. That's the thing. A, a lot of teams are like missing. The Warriors like the Warriors. They, like, they drafted they, they those with, players. Exactly. They mm-hmm. They've been playing together. Like John said, that they're just trying teams or they're trying to put people together. You know what I'm saying? If you're and if you're gonna do that, you, that's when you need that vet that vet uh, presence in there. And like some 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 of these sucky ass teams are just aren't doing that. No, it's just true. I, I definitely agree with that, and I definitely think people like Dwight Howard. In Mellow, I believe Mellow too. I mean, Mellow does obviously Mellow's liability on defense, but I think people can use Mellow and. Even honestly, I would love to see Isaiah in the league. I can't really give much of an excuse for him I, to be I, in the league up. right now. I gave up. Yeah, I, I can't like, really like give up. A year and a half ago, two years ago, I was all about it. I, I think I'm the last like uh, Jamal Crawford. You don't think Jamal Crawford go, could go out there and just give? He could. Oh, he could. He could and, definitely. And, 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 and he'll be a solid vet. For sure. But, at the, but there comes a time where it doesn't necessarily have to do with your skill. It has to do with your age, and it sucks. But like, I think that's just the thing with him, because I think didn't he hit forty? Like that's like why he would. That's oh no, like, yeah, he retired like two years ago. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like some people age out, and then some people like Isaiah. Like it sucks, but it's just true. Like I do think yes, Isaiah. Like what is it when he was playing for the Cavs? He had one of the worst defensive ratings in like the history of the NBA. But he was saying that they created a false narrative on him um, that he was a bad defender. When like originally he wasn't getting that narrative before um, he became dominant in the Celtics, and do I think Isaiah is like terrible, terrible on defense? I I am hit or miss sometimes. I I understand like once he got the hip injury, he really sucked. But it's true like people like Stephen A. Smith were kind of pushing, oh five nine player can have won a championship. Oh he's a liability. This that these and those. But I don't know. I I, I definitely think the media some things people say because it happened to Melo too. The media, the fans, people's narratives can fuck up your career. That can fuck up your career. And I feel like that did play a part with Isaiah. And it sucks that it had to be that way. But it is what it is. And that, that's just my statements on that. Yeah, man. Well, there you have it. Another great, great episode, my guys. You know, yes, sir. Marvin. I'm gonna add this one to the list. Dallas Maverick making the playoffs, even though I think that was an obvious one. <laughs> I like your other obnoxious ones. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Keep it a buck with you. You want me to put that down? Uh, I don't know who, who who's coming out if they. If they... <laughs> yeah, don't put that down. 
<laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about that next week. But just just real quick looking. I mean the Timberwolves are ahead of him, so it's a possibility. Oh, the Timberwolves are ahead of him. Whoa, whoa. When the hell did that happen? Did the season is early on? Huh? The Timberwolves are in tenth. Like, Yo, guess like, guess who's third in the West? Who's third? The Pelicans. Pelicans. No, just random update right now. Dallas is beating the Warriors by one point. Who's home? Dallas. I mean, all these teams are separated by like three games. Two teams. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just started. Everything just started. You know, what I mean? just reaching the twenty point, twenty game mark. So, I think, I, I think just this one we find out who teams this. really are. I think teams are going to stay around this mark for the rest of the season. There, some teams are around five hundred teams. Some teams a little better than five hundred, but I think this is going to be what it's going to be for the most part. Exactly. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tune better. into that game ASAP. I got to tune into that. Better, but otherwise, the Warriors will definitely get better. I, I think regardless of what happens, I I think Warriors, even if they're a low seed, no matter where they end up in the playoffs, they're a problem. Because they're the champions. They're a problem. I don't want to see the Warriors first round. You, you do not want to see the Warriors first round. Now, if somehow the Lakers slip into the playoffs, I do not think they they're will. that much. Yo, I'm putting that down. Lakers making the playoffs. I am not putting that down. <laughs> I said bro, I I like don't get me wrong. I, I'm not gonna say I like what I see currently, but I like what the glimpses that I've seen. I, I'll say this. They show how good they can be in spurts. Exactly. But they exactly just... Russell Westbrook coming off the bench was great for them, and he's probably revived his career. And if he if he does want to leave, people are gonna be like, "Oh, okay, you can still be." Why does Kent Dennis huh? Schroeder in the starting lineup? I think is great. I think yep. he fits well with. Yeah. With I got a last question for you guys before we leave. One last question for both of you guys: If the Lakers don't make the playoffs, do you blow up the roster? Yes. I think so. Please get LeBron out of there. Get LeBron out of there. Get, get LeBron going somewhere else so he can try or, to get. Or blow up the roster for what? Like trade AD. Just just blow the fuck up. Just, oh just no, man. Up. Send LeBron to go. To Damn. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I I would say like blow up the roster, but I don't know if I'm I'm getting rid of LeBron. I don't know. That's the what one thing I'm keeping LeBron. Of, what, what do you mean him. LeBron is leaving? What you mean? Free, free LeBron is leaving? No, no. If they don't make the playoffs, yeah, I think LeBron. Free is Bron, Bron. I don't know. Send LeBron to Golden State, bro. I don't know, man. I, I don't think LeBron's leaving. I don't, I don't think so either. Actually, I don't think so. Actually, I'm, 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 I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with that because. He's a I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't give a fuck about Brownie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's double the reason back. he's dead. I'm gonna double back on what I said at the beginning of the season. Draymond is making his way over there. No, um, Draymond is making his way over there. And if they get the quickest if they up, ever, if they pick up a couple other pieces, shit, Clay might come too. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you could just reconstruct the team over with LeBron. And it's just like, the only thing I would do, I wouldn't blow up the team. It's just like, LeBron bro, got two more get years of two. Get, get rid of Westbrook, keep Anthony Davis, and then just like pick up someone, like a, surround LeBron with shooters, you're fine. You're like making it at to this, But at this point, do you even still get rid of Westbrook? Because Westbrook's not playing bad now, bro. Yes, his value is up, so trade him. Like, that's that's the whole point. It's not like, I just, 
What? It's, it's hard to have him on the – it just makes the game so much harder trying to have him on the court. Not that he's playing bad, but it's just – like, it could be – things could be so much simpler. But they he, literally he, do the same stuff. Thing. LeBron and Westbrook do similar stuff, and, like, LeBron just does it, like, better. And it's just like I, – I, he's not happening. You know what I mean? And thank the Lord. Actually, you you know what? And I, I, this is a bold claim I'm going to make. I, I dead-ass think – and I don't even think this dude's that good, but he's been playing better. I do think if they had fucking Ben Simmons, I think they'd be winning more. That's Josh, a bold-ass claim, but I think that. I don't know. Bold-ass claim, but I think that. Josh, that's he's a, he's he's a, more positive. Let's, 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 let's leave on that note. Let's, let's leave on that note. Yeah, we can leave, leave on that note. <laughs> All right, folks. I'm Birdman in Paris. Uh, been a great episode, folks. Thank you all for tuning in. You know, how are you gonna keep talking after I just said peace? <laughs> I, I didn't hear that at all. How are you gonna say peace without outroing the episode? Who, who gives a damn about the outro? They know what's up, they know what this is. All right, then, never mind. Don't like, share, and subscribe anything. <laughs> like, 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 share, and subscribe. Forget about these buffoons. I know, I know people are listening to this. All right, we, pre- we, no, we appreciate it. Yo, shout out my little bro. Ho- hopefully, you make the team. I'll get an updated feed. I'll try out. Oh, yeah. no, I'll, talk I'll talk to you after. I'll talk to you after. I'll talk to you after.